Good noon day, <clears throat> good noon day, Wednesday to all of you today. This is the day the Lord has made, and I will rejoice and be glad in it. What has God done for the believer? Everything. God has done everything for the believer. And so I'm speaking today to uh, all of my brothers and sisters in Christ. May the Lord bless you, whatever your conditions, whatever you're going through. Uh, don't be distracted by all of the world's trauma and terror. You are a special person to God, and He has a special relationship with you through Jesus Christ. <clears throat> all right. We've been all the way through Romans chapter 8. We've looked at some wonderful truths about what God has done for us. But now we come to the last part of Romans 8. Some of you have your Bible close by. Others of you are listening to me, or I know you'll listen to me at a later time. And by the way, I always thank you for sharing um, these noonday uh, talks with those you think it, it'll be a blessing for them. So today we come to Romans 8.37. What has God done for us? Let me read it. I'm going to read today from the Living Translation. No, despite all these things, everything going on in the world, all these circumstances and situations, we'll talk about them in a moment again. Despite all these things, overwhelming victory is ours through Christ who loved us. Now, you can't get any better than that, can you? Romans 8.37. Let me read it again. Despite all these things, overwhelming victory is ours through Christ who loves us. So, we saw the good from the bad. All things, God causes all things to work together for good to those who love God and who are called according to his purposes. Oh, but before we ever loved God, he loved us. And he loved us through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Have you thought about just how much Jesus Christ loves you? Have you considered how great the love of Jesus Christ is for you? And what does it really mean? What goes along with that? What is it that gives us this victory over all circumstances in life because of Christ's love? Well, that's what I want us to think about. I have three observations for you today. First of all, God's love expresses, number one, His favor for us. God's love in Jesus Christ and the love of Christ for us expresses His favor for us. Now look, you may be one of those people who's always struggled and felt like you weren't the favored one. You know, big families, like I came from a big family, so there was always the rivalry in our family. Who's the favored one? Who did mom and dad favor the most? Maybe that's been true for you. Or at work, who's the favored one? Uh, or, you know, in your friends, who's the favored one? It was even an issue for the disciples. Who were the favored ones? And they debated it and discussed it and who was the greatest uh, uh, over and over again. But did you know that you are favored by God? Listen to this, Romans 8.31. If God is for us, who can ever be against us? There's favor. 
That's permanent, eternal favor. Now, for some of you today, you need to really hear that because of what you're going through. If God is for us, and he is, believer, if God is for you, if God is for us, who can be against us? And of course, the answer is no one. No one can be against us if God is for us. Live in the favor of God. You know, if you've ever experienced favor, isn't it a wonderful experience? You feel uh, appreciated, accepted. You feel uh, affirmed. You feel loved. You feel all of these wonderful things come. All of these pleasurable feelings come because we are favored. You are beloved in God. You are a favored one. You are, as um, we would call, a graced one. You have been given the grace of God through the Lord Jesus Christ because we have believed by faith. Oh, the joy of God's love that expresses his favor for us. God sang to us and he's saying to you in whatever your circumstances, believer, I love you and you are favored. I am for you who can be against you. Uh, Paul goes on and asks a question along with that in verse 32, since he gave his own son, since God gave his own son because of his great love for us, and now the Lord loves us by dying for us, won't he also give us everything? Your favored one. You see, the favored one always gets everything. That's why everybody wants to be a favored one. Favored ones seem to get it all, while others seem to be left out. No believers left out. We all share this mutual favored status with God. And I hope you'll think about that for a little while today. Secondly, so first, God's love expresses his favor for us. If God's force, who can be against us? Second, God's love expresses his acceptance of us. Now, Romans 8, 33, 34. Who dares accuse us whom God has chosen for his own? No one. For God himself has given us right standing with him. What a joy to be accepted by God. You know, teenagers and adults and adults are always searching for acceptance, always looking for acceptance. That's one of the biggest issues people have in their life. Will I ever be accepted? Will I ever be brought in? Am I going to be accepted? Favor and acceptance are such special things, and God's love expresses his favor for us and his acceptance of us. You see, you're accepted now because you're in Christ. You're accepted now because you're a new person. You're accepted now because the Holy Spirit of God is in you. You're accepted now because you're a new creature. You have the same name. I've said this repeatedly my entire ministry here. Saved people have the same name, but they're not the same people. You were born again, and now you've been accepted by God. Who will condemn us? No one condemns us. For Christ died for us, Paul said, Romans 8.34, and was raised to life for us, and he is sitting in the place of honor at God's right hand pleading for us. You have acceptance with God because of what Christ has done on the cross and his continued work as our high priest in heaven. He is the one who represents us. He is the one who speaks for us to God. What has God done for the believer? Through Jesus Christ, he has expressed his love and favor for us. He has, secondly, 
He has accepted us in the Beloved. He has accepted us in Christ. And finally, God's love expresses His inseparableness with us. Have you ever met two people who are inseparable? I mean, they're always together. They may be friends, you know, maybe a husband and wife. It could be um, a wife, a mom with her kids, or two, two, a, a boy, you know, two brothers. Uh, recently, talking with one brother about his brother, they were inseparable. He used that very word. <clears throat> Look, this is a profound thought. You are inseparable from God because you're in Christ. You're inseparable. You cannot be separated from Christ. And His love is inseparable. His love expresses His in, uh, inseparableness with us. Here's the verse, 835 of Romans. Can anything ever separate us from Christ? No. No. Let me read on. 835, does it mean he no longer loves us if we have trouble or calamity? Does it mean he does not love us if we're persecuted, hungry, destitute, or in danger, or threatened with death? I am convinced, Paul says, that nothing can separate us from God's love. Is that not great news? Some of you need to hear this today because you're convinced that things are separating you from God. Nothing can separate us from God's love. Neither death nor life, angels, demons. Listen to this one. Neither our fears for today. Some of you have those. Or our worries about tomorrow. Not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. No power in the sky above or in the earth below. Indeed, nothing at, in all creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed to us in Christ Jesus. God's love expresses His favor for us. God's love in Christ expresses His acceptance of us. God's love in Christ expresses His inseparableness with us. Some of you, you're busy today, you're distracted by a lot of things. I hope this will be an encouragement to you to the praise of the glory of His grace. The Lord is near to the door. Come, Lord Jesus. Heavenly Father, thank you for these wonderful words. Thank you for the blessing of your favor, your loving acceptance, <clears throat> and your loving inseparableness <clears throat> with us. How we must marvel at your great love for us. See how great the Father's love is for us that we should be called children of God. And we are. May my brothers and sisters today experience by the Holy Spirit of God pouring it out in their lives the, the wonderful affirmation, the favor, the acceptance, inseparableness of the love of God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, I hope you have a great day. Share these words with someone if you think they'll make a difference in their life. Wednesday night, First Baptist Church is going on, busy, busy. Hope you'll be here with us uh, and enjoy the time with us. And if not, maybe perhaps Sunday you'll be with us as we continue to think about our responsibility to be dead to the world and alive to God. May the Lord bless you. Have a great day. God bless you. See you soon.